Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry podcast. And, uh, yo, this is the day after Thanksgiving. Everybody's stuffed. Everybody ate a lot of stuff. I certainly did. Hung out with the family. And, yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird doing a podcast on Friday. I usually do these on Wednesday. And then I edit it and I release it on Friday. But guess what, man? Becoming more and more of a YouTuber because I already had a podcast uploaded that I released today. And this is going to come out next week. Getting organized, bro. All right. Um, I want to talk about what I like to call Highlights Gate. Okay. Uh, I think a few homies, the Blade Man, um, commented on a highlights episode and was saying how man I think I saw this already you know and and he thought that I made a mistake and I uploaded it and I was like you know I'm crazy but I'm organized so the highlights episodes are a condensed version of the podcast condensed and I hit the mic right there so that people that just want to take bite-sized bite-sized clips you know some of the humorous moments some of the cooler moments in the pod and watch that quickly, you know, because some of you sometimes you just want five, six minutes, you know, some people need 47 minutes, an hour, you know, of a podcast, man. And, uh, you know, I just want to have a little something for everybody. So that's uh, when you see something that says highlights on it. That's not a full podcast. All right. <clears throat> the Civivi Odium. I just did a review of that. It's uh, the Civivi Ferrum Forge prototype. Uh, they told me, Civivi told me that this may be called the Odium. I'm not sure if that's what's going to happen when it's released. That was really cool. You guys showed a lot of support for that. And uh, it was fun, man. It was fun to make that. Uh, I haven't done a review in a while. They take a long time to make, man. You know, the vlog section, the little city shots and stuff. I have to do that one day and then I have to shoot the you know the review aspect of it right I have to shoot that and that may take a day and then I have to do the audio I usually do audio in the mornings and then I have to edit all of that that's how long it takes for me personally to do a review um you know, a lot of folks in the community just do the tabletop and, uh, you know, that's that's good, too, man. I like that, too. But my stuff takes a while. That's why it was getting it's getting harder and harder to do reviews. I'm going to get back into it, though, because I love making that one. And, you know, after I finished it, I watch it. I'm like, man, this is kind of cool. So if you haven't watched that, you could check it out. I'm going to put links in the descript in the description. <clears throat> My bad. <coughs> People are going to be like, stop coughing on it. Let me fix the uh, face track too because it just turned off right now. So I've got like a lot of community stuff, you know, as usual. Every podcast, that's what I do. The Zach Stuff podcast released the other week and that was really good, man. I really like doing that. Thank you, Zach for uh, just being on the show and it was really fun checking out those knives with you the Civivi um, modern traditionals and some of the crazy benchmades that he had and you know also the CRKT clever girl we're doing I'm doing that giveaway with him I'm going to do a follow-up video to that so to make it easier for everybody I'm going to do a follow-up video and 
you can comment on that video what you like about the Everyday City Carry podcast. You have to be subscribed to Zach Stuff and my and my channel, of course. And you get raffled off, bro. And we'll probably probably have that up for maybe two or three weeks just so people could get on it. You know, I'm going to share it on Twitter and Instagram. I do have a completely separate following on Twitter that's like not on Instagram, not follow me on YouTube, you know. So I want to give them a chance to win it also. But uh, that's a really cool one, man. Zach, thank you for doing that. The Daily Carry Solutions podcast uh, that I did um, was also awesome. It's cool to just talk and uh, sit down with other knife guys, man. I don't get to do that. You guys don't know. I don't have anybody to talk about this stuff with. You know what I'm saying? I always say that... I'm a filthy casual, you know, EDC person, but I am carrying stuff every day. My Instagram is full of the same stuff that you probably have, which is like knives, EDC gear, you know. And uh, yeah, I just don't have a lot of people to talk about knives with. So it's really cool that I am just getting to talk with people on all these different platforms, man. And uh, we're going to drop down... And look at some knives right now. But before that, actually, I want to talk about this COPPA thing a little bit, which is like this, these new rules coming in December 5th. You got to comply with them. So basically every video you have to, if it's not made for kids, you have to change this little, this little switch in the uh, YT uh, YouTube studio app. And uh, that's kind of tough, man, because one, um, I've got to go to all my videos. I think I have over 120, maybe like 126 and manually set that. Uh, If any of you content creators are watching and you have a way to bulk change that in one shot, that would be great because it's going to take a while, you know, to do each one by one. I can't even imagine what JT and Zach, and you know, have to do these guys have so many more videos than me. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's really scary, man, because a lot of the creators that I've been following on the on the comedy side, uh, Tim Dillon did an interview, did a podcast with Brendan Schaub, and that got taken down the video. And at first he didn't know why, but I think it has something to do with marketing. But it's basically, YouTube can decide that your channel isn't commercially viable and just delete your account for no reason. That's scary, man, you know? And, uh, you know, that's why I'm kind of like hunkering down and and putting content on other stuff. I I, got to put more stuff on Twitter and Instagram because I just don't know if my content especially this podcast where I curse, you know, and I, and, and I talk about crazy stuff is going to bode well in the new future of YouTube, man. I, th- I think YouTube is just going to be auctioned off to these big, uh, big, you know, ad, ad revenue peeps like, you know, Sony or something or whatever. And, and then just, uh, you know, they're only going to put commercially viable content, which would really suck, but... I truly feel that the internet is just going to evolve and there'll always be new things and I'm going to keep doing this, man. I like, I like creating content. So 
that's just something that's been on my mind. Even Zach stuff got his video taken down. It was a giveaway video. Eh? What's happening? It's a giveaway video and it got taken down. So I don't know what's happening really with that. Uh, it's a pretty scary thing though. Is, uh, even, you know, I'm a small content creator. Like I don't make any money off my YouTube. As you notice, I don't even have a monetization on, on my YouTube. I am probably going to put that on, but I feel like in the beginning, I'm just going to let my audience kind of just chill. You know, not everyone has YouTube premium. You know, I don't want you guys to watch ads. Um, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, hey, Ray, why don't you make um, merch? You know, where's that ATR 13 MOV, bro? ATR 13 MOV shirt, you know, people ask for that. And I just it's it's just hard for me because like I don't make a lot of money, you know, because I'm in a business that's growing. Shout out to A-List CBD. And um, yeah, that's just, you know, that's what I'm going through right now. So I don't have a lot of extra funds, man. I don't I, don't, I haven't even bought any knives in a while. The Apex Pass Round is keeping this channel going strong, bro. That's basically what's happening. Um, let's do this. So let's just chill on the copper thing. Let's get back to some happy times, right? Uh, I am going to check out some of the knives on my table. And of course, your boy, he's got a new sort of little way to do that. Um, I'm going to use the camera of my new phone. It's a double screen phone, so it's like on a hinge. So I can do it like this. And we're going to get new views of uh, some of these knives here. All right. And I'm going to double screen it again. And we'll see what it looks like. All right. Let me see how it looks actually here. It looks pretty good. Let me see if I could aim this up a little like that. And then... We'll see if that looks good. All right. So like I was saying before, uh, these are new knives, not not new, but they're on my table right now. And I'm about to get rid of them, send them the to the next person in the pass around uh, the Civivi Odium right now, which I just reviewed. And I absolutely love D2 Blade Steel G10 scales. This one's in blue. Everything is just so polished on this contoured edges, weight reduction, loop over pocket clip, ferrum forged design, snappy action. I, I can't really, I couldn't really say anything bad about this knife in the review. It's just so freaking cool. Um, kind of sad to see this one go. It is not mine. Herms things on Instagram sent this to me. If you haven't seen the review, I'm going to put the link in the description. Check it out. I'm sending this one over to Slicey Dicey. So this is going to be goodbye for this little guy. The Blink Blades, I had this on many podcasts already. I freaking love this thing. This is going to go to the next person. We're going to say goodbye to him today. Love this. Uh, I think this is M390 Blade Steel. If I'm not mistaken. And uh, titanium scales, snappy action, small flipper. So let's uh, put that down. This Hogue, I'm going to send this away too. I think I've given it enough shine already on the pod and the content creation. This is, uh, I didn't know actually that, I knew, I knew who Doug Ritter was, but it didn't click in my head when I was like, oh, that's the knife rights guy. Um... So yeah, this is in 20 CV, and like I was saying in my initial unboxing, the G10 of this is has a lot of um, 
texturing on it, and I really like the texturing, man. It's because it's lighter in some areas and just heavier in others. And I dig that, dude. That's really cool. Action is real smooth, as you can see right here. 20 CV blade. Access lock. Every one of their mother got access locks now since the patent's over. So yeah, I'm going to send this away next week. Um, the Shala. I love this thing. Gave it so much love on my Instagram. I have a Twitter exclusive thing on it. And... Um, Really, really cool for the price, man. I saw this on Blade HQ for like $50.99. You're going to get D2 Blade Steel, okay? You're going to get D2 Blade Steel, which is awesome. This G10 feels so good. Solid, right? Blacked out blade, black liners. And you got a nice deep carry clip. And guess what? The screws are, I think they're kind of recessed, man, a little bit. They're flat. They're flat screws. So I dig that. Put that down. The main star of the show right now, which I think I'm going to do a showcase of this, is from my homie Bob B. This is the Spyderco Paramilitary 2 with these awesome Silver Twill CF scales. Just take a look at that for a second. That is beautiful, man. You know, and uh, Bob B, thank you so much for just uh, allowing me to check this out. I've never had a paramilitary two in my hands before, and uh, this drop shutty thing with a compression lock is amazing. I can see why a lot of people think this is the perfect knife because it kind of is. You know, it's a little large. I'd probably like to check out the Para Three. Um, if anyone wants to send me a Para Three to check out, that'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, this is just beautiful, man. Everything about this is, is so nice. These custom scales are fully contoured, no sharp edges. I love the way this ramp is here. I know I'm late to the Spider Cope, you know, paramilitary two party, just like I was late to the Delica party. But this is absolutely amazing. I definitely want to give this a little more shine. I hope I have time, you know, things are just getting crazy now. I have to create more content for the Ala CBD shop. And yeah, actually, if you guys want to check out the Ala CBD podcast, I did one with Hummingbird Botanicals and uh, that was really cool. We did it at a professional music studio. I am going to do podcasts about CBD uh, for a list for the a list CBD channel. If you guys want to check that out, actually, if you guys have ever been curious about CBD, okay, it's not weed, it's not marijuana. It's, um, I just want to make that clear. That's that's pre pretty much the common misconception is like, oh, does it get me high or whatever? No, it doesn't. But it ramps up the medicinal benefits like pain relief, stress, anxiety relief um, by a lot. So. If you have any of those issues, if you got like gastro problems, you got Crohn's, you know, epilepsy, all of these things, it can just be a good alternative to try than, you know, prescription medication. Uh, we've helped a lot of people and that podcast, which I'll link in the bottom of the description here, it's, it's easy to digest, you know, it's not like full of sciencey stuff which I really hate. All the CBD content out there is just like science. And, you know, I, I, it bores me. And I work in a CBD shop and I don't want, 
you know, people to be turned off by it. So if you want like easily digestible information, check out this podcast. It's just audio. The video um, was messed up, but the audio is beautiful. It's very clean. There's, uh, it's me, uh, my brother Clint Sarian, you know, the Smiling Ninja from American Ninja Warrior. And it was uh, these five different people from Hummingbird Botanicals. <clears throat> Sorry about this, like, hacky thing right now. I don't know what is going on, dude. Let me see. Is the face track good? Okay. All right. I got this cup here. It says I'm 30 years old. All right. Let us check out uh, what else I got going on. Um, oh, let's do knife news. Huh? Haven't done that in a while. I feel like I haven't done a podcast in a while, guys. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't record one this week on Wednesday because I had that other one already uploaded to YouTube. Let's do Knife News. I like Knife News. Whoa. Uh, Let me do the recording first, though. Let's not mess that up, right? Um, let me do it on the new phone. Check out my new phone, by the way. Look at this. You see that? Double screens. See? Let's, uh, let's check out real quick. Let's go on my YouTube. This is my YouTube right now, right? And then look what I'm gonna do, dude. Dude, dude. Turn on the dual screen. Look at that. I have another one. And I can go to Instagram. I got YouTube and Instagram, two screens. How cool is that? I have so much ADHD. And my voice is cracking right now for some reason. <clears throat> All right, so we are going to do this. Uh, I'm going to do minimal. Start recording. Go on Chrome. Go to Knife News. Okay, cool. So the first thing I see it says Best Tech continues a big collaborator push. Let's, let's look into that. Best Tech Knives has leveraged the talents of two outside collaborators for the newest additions to their lineup, the Shodan and the Costa. Hmm. In keeping with Best Tech's recent emphasis on knife maker partnerships, the inbound blades exhibit the different styles of the designers who originated them. The show Dan is the latest from YouTuber turned knife designer Terrell Todd, aka Zelric42. Shout out to Zelric, what up, bro? And his brother Seth, who together from Todd Knife and Tool, who together formed Todd Knife and Tool. Very cool. Uh, this shares the name of the villain of the classic horror sci-fi, sci-fi horror PC game System Shock 2. The show Dan showcases a sophisticated, techie look. Let's look for the specs on this, guys. I don't want to read the whole thing to you. I don't see the specs though. Hmm. Like the Shodan, the Costa is a big knife. I don't see specs for the Shodan here. That's weird. I'm just taking a look at it and um, just knowing Todd Knife and Tool, I'm assuming there's going to be titanium scales with um, S35EN or something like that. But I could be wrong. I'll look into that when I'm editing and uh, try to you know, splice in some info. Uh, the next knife is the Costa. Uh, Gregor's Grabarski, also known as Kombu. Kombu does some cool stuff, man. Designed the large titanium frame lock flipper Costa. The knife plays up premium elements with sweeping milled machine lines on its titanium frame and carbon fiber handle inserts. 
exaggerated cleaver blade shape and it's made from M390 blade steel the blade length runs 3.86 inches and um, the company's partners this year include Ostapel, Adam Purvis and Marcus Heidgen in addition to TKT and Grabarski good on you best tech let's see what else we got here Let's click on the second annual Reader's Choice Award. Celebrate your 2019 favorites. Oh, this is cool. Let's see what they put on here. Oh, it's just like voting. Huh. And it says award schedule. They have like best new tactical fixed blade, best new fixed blade for EDC. Interesting little thing here. Best new value folder 2019 MSRP of 100 or less. Wow. Best overall new for 2019 lineup. This is cool stuff. We'll check that out. Maybe it'll, uh, we'll, they'll have more next week. Um, Maverick Customs Crafts first production knife with Kaiser. Let's check that out, right? Oh, it's a fixed blade. Damn it. Okay. I don't know. I'm not that into fixed blades, so let's just skip that one. I'm not doing it. Not doing it, dude. Serge Pachenko makes Thorn Gen 3 folder. What the f? Dude, this looks so crazy. Um, Serge Pachenko is bringing out the latest generation of his Thorn folding knife. In time for the end of the year, the Thorn Gen 3 is a noticeable departure from its predecessors with a new handle design and blade shape among other changes. This thing looks like some steampunk rusted thing that you would find in like Fallout the game. And it looks cool though. Let's check out some specs. So it says cleaver shape that runs two inches on the nose and is made from AEB-L steel. Able steel. I don't know. That's what I'm going to call it. And I don't know what that is. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, uh, an erase half scale or spacer functions as a stop for the blade and can be made from either G10, copper, or micaida. G10 copper or micarta. I don't know why I just couldn't read for a second though. The G10 is bright orange, but both the copper and the micarta options echo the antique subdued look of the rest of the Thorn Gen 3. I kind of like that, yo. I want to see this micarta. What I'm looking at right now in the picture is kind of like. Uh, that looks like titanium to me. Oh, it could be copper. Sorry. Copper. Pretty cool looking blade. No ETA has been given for it. Uh, it's a slip joint and it's slated to be shipped out next month. Pre orders are open. This doesn't tell you how much it is. Mm, Great Eastern Cutlery unearths number 86 oiled field jack. I kind of want one of these GECs, so I've never. I've never had, I, I don't really have a lot of slip joints. I don't have a, a lot of experience in it. Um, I've been interested in GECs, but I know like they get sold out a lot is from what I'm hearing. Um, I haven't tried to buy one yet. They do look very classy, very high quality. And people have told me to, to start with, uh, um, to, to, you know, to try start with uh, GEC if I was going to get into slip joints. And these look cool, man. So it's got like this sort of brown wood handle um, and it's got a wrench in the middle of it. You know, not my uh, first choice of uh, design there. But I do like the wood with the traditional slip joint thing. 
let's see when is that released man i don't even know how to look for like specs in the paragraph here both non-locking blades are made from 1095 steel and opened in the standard two-handed manner i don't even know what that is um what i can tell you for people that are just listening is that it looks really cool let's see um among the planned releases are 86 and natural canvas micarta aptly named sucker rod wood change it definitely don't call it that because it sounds weird and tortoise shell acrylic that sounds awesome pretty cool knife news a lot of cool little tidbits on knife news this week let's uh get off of that right now let me see i gotta turn the screen capture off and let's see what else i got going on all right, so we are going to get into Gramworthy. You guys all like Gramworthy, right? So there's a lot of like funny videos that are going to be in Gramworthy because as you know, I also put Twitter stuff in Gramworthy. And um, one of them is Super Kid Stairs. Yeah, I don't think you should never do that again. I thought you was going to walk down the top steps. That was crazy. When I saw this video, I was like, you know what? I probably have done the same thing and I'm watching it. Right. And that kid, like, I think he's maybe he got hurt, but he's pretending like he was all right. This is what happened. This is what happened. So that kid, he jumped off the top of the stairs. And then I think in midair, like mid jumped, he was like, you know, and at this moment, he knew he fucked up because like, I'm sure he got really scared that he was like, oh, man, this is too high. And he uh, it seems like he didn't get hurt. And the dad is just like, don't ever do that again. <laughs> it was so funny. yo. The next thing we got catfish, catfish, catfish soda. I saw this video on Twitter and I was like, what is this guy doing? What is he doing? He's putting like Mentos or something, some kind of Mentos looking mint and soda. And he was noodling, bro. He was just getting catfish, right? Out of the ground, dude. That's so crazy. Yeah, I love I love these like little sort of uh, little dives into nature that I see on social media, you know? If you... um. Don't follow Nature is Metal on Instagram. You definitely should, man, because they got some crazy stuff there, like lions eating alligators and like bear chasing people. And it's very graphic, though. So if you're not into that, um, don't go on it. But, you know, me, like, I think I'm like a inside, like outdoorsman or something, you know, but I was just born in the city. So I don't get to go in the woods and experience all this stuff. But, you know, I, I watch nature shows like I love it. Uh, I watch Meat Eater. I like love that. It's a hunting show where they cook at the very end of it. I've talked about it before. So whenever I get to see like these little things on um, on on uh, on social media, like it's pretty awesome. Let's see the next thing: dwarf bus ride. Yeah. <laughs> 
saw this video right I was like he just threw a kid off the bus and uh, I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe it and then this lady was like that's a kid what are you doing like cursing at him you know and uh, it was in New York City too that's what it looks like and um, and then they look at the guy <laughs> it's not a kid yo it's like a small person and they were like, that's not a kid. And then everybody automatically, this is so New York, yo. Automatically, everyone just turned and went back to their day. Like, that didn't even happen. It didn't even phase them, dude. You know, once they found that it wasn't a kid. That's so hilarious. Uh, have you guys seen that? Um, it, it was like this, This I forgot what it was. I don't know if it was in Congress or something like that. And there's this girl that was talking about like, to save the environment, we have to eat babies. We're gonna be here for much long because of the climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel is not gonna solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this, we got to start eating babies. I saw this video and I thought that this was, this had to be parody and this guy must be trolling. This lady must be trolling, but I think she is, man, because I, I believe she's done this before. I just thought it was a funny clip I would share here because I kind of like, you know, you guys, are, you guys are my online digital friends, man. And I like things that I like that are cool, you know, I like to show it to you guys, you know, and this was just one of them. I was like, it's just so bizarre, bro. Um, the last thing I have on here is Papa John's. I don't know if you guys have seen this interview where Papa, Papa John's is like, I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I've eaten 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. I, I saw this on Chris D'Elia's pod, but I wanted to share it here. How do you eat 40 pizzas in 30 days, bro? And, and clearly something's wrong with this dude. Like he's sweating. He's just sweating like olive oil <laughs> you know in the, in the interview and he's all like the day of reckoning is coming stay tuned <laughs> what like a pizza pizza reckoning but one of the funny things i saw was um this post on twitter it was like a meme and it shows papa john's face like all sweating and then the guy <laughs> the dude is like papa john's looks like the guy in a zombie movie that gets bit <laughs> and tries to hide it from everyone <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, yo. Uh, the next segment is everybody's favorite segment. I eat, I'm a head out, okay? So everyone loves subway stories, and I've got, I've got, I've got a couple of them. I've got a little bit of subway stories in here. Let me take a swig of a cough for this. And I just drooled on myself, you know, on camera. That's good, Ray. That's really good. So there's this guy, okay? If you get on a train in New York City, you see a dude, he looks a little, he looks a little haggard, 
He looks a bit haggard, you know? He's got, like, messy clothes, a bit dirty. Shoes are a little bit worn. He's got a cup. He's got a necklace attached to a cup that says, please, and change on it. You know, he looks, he looks, maybe he could be a vagrant. He looks a little vagranty, right? You would think, oh, um, you know, I think maybe this person's homeless, you know, and, and if I can help out, I do, right? So just a quick backstory before I tell you what happened. I had, um, for the podcast that I did with Hummingbird Botanicals, we got a lot of food. We got like three trays of pasta, pizza, the whole nine, and they gave us a bunch of bread. I mean, I'm talking like that much, okay? Just garlic bread. And we were, we don't eat, you know, we're not going to eat all that bread because, you know, we try to, try to, you know, eat a little cleaner, right? You know, we had some of it, not all of it though. So I had been carrying this bread back and forth to my crib to try to help out. You know, if I saw a homeless person begging for food or, or, or money, I would give them this entire bag of bread, you know? But I was selfishly doing that, too, because I wanted to seem like a hero, you know, because trains are always packed, and they would be like, man, that guy is so nice. You give him the bread. So I've been carrying this bread for two days, and I didn't see any homeless people, which is really strange to go two days on the MTA and not see the MTA's, the New York City uh, subway system, and not see a homeless person. But I didn't. I see this guy, though, okay, with the cup necklace that says, please change on it. Um, I didn't want to approach him on the train because he wasn't begging. He was kind of just sitting down resting, I think, you know. The panhandling for the day is over. So he gets out the door. I chase after him. I risk, I risk the door shutting on me because that wasn't my stop. But I run out and I say, hey, sir, um, do you want this? And I show him the bread. I take the, a giant bag of bread, bro. Garlic bread, too. Not even regular. Garlic. He turns to me angrily and goes like this. No. And just continues to go down the stairs, dude. What? What's happening? So you know what I did? I walked back on the train. And then I went to my stop. I pondered on it a little bit, threw that bag of bread in the trash, bro. I was done. Good Samaritan Ray was over for the week, man. I was like, what the f- This guy didn't take my fucking bread, dude. Why didn't he take my bread? Does he think I'm a dirty Asian or something? He was a white dude, you know? But I'm like, somebody, I posted it on my Twitter. I took a picture of the bread before I threw it away. And I was like, I was just denied. Somebody, a homeless person just denied me my bread, you know? And then the guy was like, maybe he has a gluten allergy. And I'm like, you know what, bro? I don't know. I'm not sure about that because I think I saw this guy eating a sandwich. He was He's a regular on this train, like panhandling for money. And I'm just like, what is happening that I couldn't give this bread away, yo? <laughs> okay, so Orange Cassidy is a wrestler, all right? He's a funny one. He's a funny one. But I saw a guy dressed just like Orange Cassidy. All right, white dude, didn't have the sunglasses, so wasn't as cool, had regular glasses on, and this guy was wearing a full denim outfit, light denim, you know, shirt, um, sorry, a jacket, 
jeans, you know, the white sneakers. And he had, I think he had like a gray shirt inside. And he gets on the train, right? And he, you know, some, some trains have like a round, a round um, railing. And this guy just starts monkey bars like American Ninja Warrior, bro, on the train. Round and round and round. Was this an escape mental patient? I don't know. But he just kept doing it, you know, was doing workout stuff on the train, bro, on the J train. Then he continues to sit, you know, next to these two ladies. You know, they were certainly like uh, a little bit wary of him. And in my head, I'm like, here we go. Do I need to take out the Massimo chain? But no, after after his workout, I think that he just wanted to show off. He, he just sat down and behaved. He got off a couple of stops before I, I did. And that's just crazy. Can you imagine that? You're on the train just chilling. Somebody just starts swinging around, not asking for money. Not those breakdancing kids that go, it's showtime, and start doing fake flips with the railing. He was just... Doing the Tarzan, Tarzan MTA, you know? Uh, I've got <laughs> a, a quick short one. Um, this was, uh, I was waiting on the train actually. Um, on my way back, I had to do that daily carry uh, podcast with Daily Carry Solutions. This was two weeks ago. And this guy just walks past me <laughs> and starts, he was looking at his cell phone. And it just screams really loud. And then he just keeps walking, dude. <laughs> like, just nonchalant, dude. <laughs> it was so funny. People were like, what the hell? And again, I thought, Massimo Chain? No, no, no. He was just, I guess he just had a moment. <laughs> I don't know what was going on with that. The last thing about Subway Stories is, I don't know if you guys saw this, people were having Thanksgiving dinner on the L train, it seems, yo. I don't know if it was Thanksgiving dinner, but there was an entire table, man, with mashed taters, vegetables, you know, poultry of some kind, and people were just handing out plates, dude. Thanksgiving, baby! Could you guys imagine that in your your city? In New York City, I could. It did not surprise me one bit, dude. And what I've got of the notes, it says Subway Dinner Table. That's normal. There is a cartoon, okay? And you guys are like, oh, here we go. Ray with his Japanese cartons. No. I think this is uh, from, I think this is Mexican, or I'm not sure, but I've seen clips of it in Spanish before. I watched it in English on Netflix because in English, Danny Trejo, Machete, is the bad guy in it. It's called Seis Manos, and it's about these three like orphaned uh, siblings, and they all know Kung Fu, dude. If you guys like Kill Bill at all, which I'm sure plenty of you do, think Kill Bill and the movie from dusk till dawn combined together in an animated series on netflix that's out right now and you're thinking like oh it's for kids you know no dude if you you know like the tiger style you see people use that style and like rip people's faces open yo it's very graphic think kung fu versus the cartel 
It's so crazy, man. And dude, I couldn't stop watching it, man. I binged it in like one day, literally. One day. That's how crazy. Like, I couldn't stop watching it, man. It was so good. Yeah, it's very graphic. Uh, people getting torn apart. So if you're not into that, um, don't watch it. But it is very cool. Uh, I think I hope they come out with another season. It was really good, man. I liked it. Seis Manos, check that out on Netflix. What else am I watching right now? The Mandalorian. If you aren't watching The Mandalorian, just get Disney Plus for seven days. Or maybe you should wait, yo. You know, because I think the trial is seven days and you can watch anything on the app. It is so good, man. Spoiler alert. Spoilers on this. And I just hit the mic again and my hat. Dude, the the last episode, man. With the Boba Fett's all coming out. That was so freaking cool, dude. I, I can't even, I don't want to spoil too much, man, but check out The Mandalorian, bro. I'm digging that. I guess guilty pre- pleasure, I, I binge watched Jack Ryan in like also two days. It's just cool to see some guy from The Office save America, you know? I was getting a little patriotic a little bit, but I, for some reason that show, whenever I, I, same thing happened with season one. Like, I'm usually not into shows like that, but I don't know. I just binge watched it in like two days, man. So the guy from The Office, Saving America. That's what Jack Ryan is about. A lot of terrorism stuff. It was cool that it was in Venezuela. And uh, I, I, I dig it, man. I watched it. I was like not paying attention to Kelly for a little while, just checking it out. Uh, what else do I have here? I guess let's just do closing comments right now. We are at about 41 minutes. I have to pee really bad. And I do have to go to work. Um... Yeah, so just what's been going on with me lately, uh, the, the review took took up a lot of time, man. That's why I feel like this podcast was very off the rails. My notes weren't, weren't as uh, organized, you know. But, you know, I love doing this podcast, man. This is one of my favorite things to do. I hope the uh, dual screen thing that I did with the knives, I hope you guys like that, man. I hope I like it, shit. I still don't know what view I'm going to do with the unboxings um i'm not sure i think my cats are doing something outside yeah i hear something i better go (laughs) yeah i love you my dudes have a great week um this is gonna release next week so i don't know what the hell i'm talking about but uh this is your buying the nyc it's me ray and this is the edccp saying peace Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.